0: welcome to the narrative journey podcast i'm your host valerie and i truly appreciate you being here through space and time wherever you are to listen so today's episode is just me I took last week off from posting an episode because I wanted to embrace the last bits of the holiday while also honoring the need to rest. I did a major thing right before Christmas, but it was both draining and rewarding. Not to be a tease, but I'll share about that big thing sometime in the future. Today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about the ability for our hearts to expand beyond our understanding and also the concept of forgiveness. And as I share my story, it might seem a little scattered, for lack of better words, uh, but I think by the end, you'll understand how it all comes together. And I really hope that although I'm sharing a personal narrative today, that you're able to walk away asking yourself some questions. So Let's get into my story. A few months ago, I started my own personal therapy. It's been years since I've gone, and to be honest, I was putting it off. Back in my first episode, I talked a little bit about how I didn't really like being seen when I was little. Picture me as Thumbelina sneaking around the house. With that being my way of operating, At such a young age, a narrative developed where I began to internalize a lot of my experiences. Thus, I processed on my own and I didn't seek counsel, nor did I utilize expressing myself to learn about my environment or experiences. So with that being said, my default when I'm needing to process is to go within myself and do that on my own. And sometimes that's really great and it's a really good uh, measurement of my own personal resiliency. But other times um, I need an outside source to sit with me uh, and to help reflect and process and mirror things back to me. So I started therapy again. All of this is kind of funny to share because I tend to be a vocal processor. If I haven't already mentioned that, basically what I mean is that sometimes I don't really know what I'm personally feeling or experiencing until it becomes a stream of words leaving my mouth. Uh, Insert the desire to start a podcast there, but this is another reason why me being in therapy or seeking counsel of some sort is good for me because of the fact that I'm able to process better as ideas turn into words, turn into sentences, um, leaving my mouth. Anyways, I jumped back into therapy in order to address some newer layers of information that I was tapping into around past experiences. But I also needed to do so in order to process some current stuff. 2020, the year of clear vision, right? Let me take this time to share that I am, of course, a huge proponent of mental health care. I think at some point everyone should engage in therapy if possible. I say that with a passion that was born from both sides of the therapy chair, from my professional and personal lenses. Therapy was something that helped me beyond verbal explanation, and it is currently helping me in all the ways that I've needed it to. And I've seen it help others move mountains. So, yay therapy! (laughs) This past week in my therapy session, I was processing some thoughts around an old experience, and as I reviewed my interactions with others at that time, I sat back and said, I'm at peace with their response or lack thereof. I know deep down their actions and inactions were about their own survival at the time. Now, this isn't a new insight for me. I've been at this place around that particular incident for many years now. But what was interesting was what my therapist said to me in response and what she challenged me to fully lean lean into and embrace. I re-realized this. My heart has the capacity to expand far beyond my human understanding. I can acknowledge and feel pain around hurtful things while still acknowledging and understanding someone else's on their side of their experience. This isn't the first time I've realized this, and it won't be the last. Time and time again, through both my personal and professional experiences, I have seen my own and others' ability for empathy to dive far deeper and soar much higher than they believed or I believed it could. The author Glennon Doyle says something along the lines of, Allowing other people's pain to pierce us is strength, not weakness. Really think about those words. Allowing other people's pain to pierce us is strength, not weakness. What a delicious description of true compassion and empathy. That one is for myself and all of you listening that have had those moments of questioning whether or not you feel too much. Remember, empathy is understanding, not necessarily agreeing. We can do all of this. We can let our heart expand for others and still maintain boundaries. Boundaries is the important part in what I think is often a missing link in safe forgiveness. Forgiving while still protecting our own hearts. It was in that moment that I realized my rejection of the typical understanding or notion or definition of forgiveness was because I needed that moment. I needed to be challenged to really see the entire story and all of its pieces as well as honor my growth in relation to the initial blow. My heart has the capacity to expand enough for forgiveness because I allow love to pour in. <laughs> Someone get that printed on a coffee mug or t shirt, please. I've always looked at forgiveness as an act done more for the other person or people rather than for oneself. It always felt to me like the wounded person or people have to do more work than the person, people, or thing that caused the damage or pain. There's an imbalance there, and we've seen it manifest in our society, and we're seeing it manifest even more so today. There seems to be this pressured idea of telling people they have to forgive in order to move on or let go there are some things we don't move on from instead we move through and we learn and well some things are just too painful to forgive or at least to forgive in our typical earthly understanding of what forgiveness is that pressure often results in harboring a resentment that over time we just can't shake what happens there The person or people that have been wounded or hurt end up hurting even more. Self-inflicted guilt can be a heavy thing to carry around. But I see it this way. Forgiveness requires radical self-acceptance and love. First, it does not mean an abandonment of the self or our feelings, And forgiveness, much like love, shouldn't be measured in time. Without the deep care around one's own life, how can one reach deep down for compassion and understanding for others? Self love and acceptance often spark self inquiry, leading to our inner wisdom and deeper understanding. This doesn't mean that upon self-love's arrival, we suddenly forgive all hurts. Self-love is an act, a verb. It ebbs and flows. And with that, we learn more and more about ourselves. And sometimes self-love and acceptance equals hardcore boundaries and cutting ties. That's okay. I didn't come upon self-love and acceptance the other day in therapy, but rather I've been in it and I revisited an old experience within it for the first time in years. At 35, I have honed, sharpened, and settled into a deeper understanding of forgiveness. What if instead of telling people to forgive and let go or move on, we encourage them to care for their feelings first, instead of providing a self for a person or people or thing that hurt them? The reason I wanted to share this experience and narrative with you on today's episode is because it is extremely important for me to share with others that learning these things about ourselves can come at any age. I remember in my early 20s, I couldn't wait to be 30. Something told me that 30 would be so good. I thought that there would be a more refined wisdom within me. There was, and if I'm being honest, my 30th year was more hard than it was fun. Back when I was wishing for my 30s, I had a professor tell me, oh, the 30s are good, but the 50s are better. (laughs) Don't worry, I am not wishing to be 50 yet. I'm enjoying time as it comes. But in this experience that I had in therapy and this new insight, I felt like I had struck 30s gold. The understanding of forgiveness that I shared with you today is mine. It's not the end-all be-all, and yours probably looks a little different. Mine was originally born from a religious standpoint. Not saying that that's bad, but in my years of catechism, I wasn't taught applicable foundations of being a Christ follower. I was taught to memorize prayers. The potential differences in our understandings or beliefs around forgiveness or how mind changed over time is an important thing about our feelings, growth, and healing. Many of these things cannot be presented to us in a one-size-fits-all. They can't be defined down to a sentence or two or necessarily taught to us by one person or one experience. And oftentimes, our understandings or beliefs change over time. We step into amplified awareness as we continue to grow. Let's normalize that. Let's normalize the concept of growing and changing our minds. As you walk away from today's episode, I want you to think about your heart expansion. How far have you let your heart open wide for others? Could it open a little more? Are you willing to allow other people's pain pierce you as an act of strength? Of course, with healthy boundaries set in place. What's your understanding of forgiveness and have you ever been pressured to do so in order to, quote, move on? Can your perception of forgiveness oscillate as you grow and learn more about yourself? Right now, more than ever, I think what we need is to let our hearts expand deep down and way up. In many ways, I'm being personally challenged to do so. I'm right there with you. This podcast has been something that has been so fun for me, and I really appreciate every single listen, follow, and rating that I've received. I hope that this space can be seen as a tangible expression of my heart expansion. Thank you for being here today. This is the Narrative Journey Podcast.